Hello and welcome to Miss Bossy Boots. My name is Stacey Morgan. I'm the Principal of Port Macquarie Performing Arts. And joining me is Jane Hilston. Jane is the Managing Director of Dragonfly Marketing. Hey, Jane. Hi, Stace. So, update. Mm. We were meant to record last week, mm-hmm. but we didn't mm-hmm. because the babysitter didn't turn up. Mm. And you were here at the mm. recording studio tapping your foot, waiting. And I was at home waiting, tapping my foot for the babysitter that never showed. Yes. <sighs> Keeping it real. But, you know, because we are both in the situation where these things just happen, you know, we can be as organised as we like, Stace, but sometimes it's not our fault yeah. as to why things happen. And you know what? That's, that's, that's life. And so, do you know, and, and as I, I say to you, every time something like that happens, if you give me back the gift of time in my day, of which I could, you know, I only waited for 15 minutes and then I had another 45 minutes to go and get other stuff done. Never, ever going to be a problem with me for extra time and ever give me back the gift of time and I will never complain well thank you for being so forgiving it wasn't my best day Henry uh, helped himself into his nappy at the breakfast table oh, which was gosh. great wow shout out to anyone eating while they're listening to the podcast so I'm, I'm taking it <laughs> it was a help yourself to number twos then oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. and put it all over your hair and all over your face and all over the high chair and all over oh. your brother and yeah oh poo remains to be the one thing i can't deal with even after three children i can't stomach poo that was the start of the day. Then the babysitter. And then Heath said, these things come in threes. What else oh. is going to go wrong? Uh-oh. And then Porzingis got traded by the Knicks. And he was like, that's it. <laughs> and I was like, that's not a real thing. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't even understand what that means. <laughs> no, but he was convinced that that was the third thing. And I was like, oh, I don't think okay. that's real. Like, mm, that's not, does it doesn't affect us, affect us at all. At all. Yeah, our son's just eating feces. <laughs> yeah. I've missed a podcast and, yeah, sorry, and someone loses what? in basketball. Yeah, mm. don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, babe. How you doing? <laughs> Hi, Heath. <laughs> One day we're going to have so many positive things to say about you and Kev. Absolutely. <laughs> I just can't think of it right now. Love you. Today we are uh, talking about Emma Isaac's book, Winging It. Mm. We need to share this over two episodes because there is just so much great content in this book. Mm. We are not at all sponsored by um, Business Chicks or, or Emma Isaac's or the book at, at all. We just love it. Mm. We just love it. So yeah. if you haven't got your hands on it yet, we highly recommend that you do. Mm. It's bright pink. You can't miss it. Mm. And it's just wonderful. But before we do that, an update, Jane Howe's Life. Life and business? Yeah, life and business is good. It's been a really, really busy start to the year, hasn't it? Like, I think it's uh, that was so certainly, I didn't even give you an answer chance to answer that question, hasn't it? Yeah, thought so, good. (laughs) That's how I feel like I'm operating at the moment, Stace. Just go, go, go. Full steam ahead, yes. So I have got to take a chill pill and, and this week I made the first move into taking a chill pill and slowing down. So I'm patting myself on the back, sort of. Sort of, good. I... um, I took myself off a volunteer project that I shouldn't have probably put myself on in the first place. I put myself on it about a month ago and I just took myself off it. Is it the school PNC? God, no. I wouldn't have put myself on that in the first place. Because Lucinda started school a couple of days ago and I put myself on PNC and I thought you'd have opinions on that. Look, that's something. uh, for, For a fleeting moment, I put my hand up to be on the PNC and I think within about 
seven minutes of me putting my hand up, I had an inbox full of discussion from the 30 PNC members about some sort of relish on a sandwich. And it was probably about 15 minutes after I'd I'd agreed to be on the PC that I resigned. Okay. Yeah. yeah good job. But this is, this is something completely different. You've taken yourself off to give yourself some more me time. Good for you. Um, not more me time, but just more time to get stuff, prioritise. Okay. Yeah. How's the book coming? So close to finishing. Yay! So I've got like three chapters. I've, I can't tell you how I've, I've gone through and through and through again. So I've written it, but then I've gone through the whole thing and rewritten most parts and then gone through again and rewritten more and wow. then added some in. It, like it's a big process. So, yeah, I'm nearly there. Awesome. <laughs> and what happens once you're there? What? Okay, so next step is editing. So I've just gone and got a quote for editing and publishing. Okay. And I tell you what, that has pulled me up because I'm like, holy crap, stuff just got real. Yeah. Like this is, okay, if I'm paying that much to publish this book, I have to have a very profitable, scalable business that sits behind that. Good. So I've got, I've got conceptually, I've got that. Yep. <laughs> I just need to build it. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about you. <laughs> how's, your, how's your week going? Oh, uh, all yeah, full steam ahead. We are heading towards uh, social media marketing world. Yes, you and I. So the countdown wait. for that is kind of happening. Yeah. I guess by the time this airs, we might have been. So check out our Instagram feed because we, that's going to be and we lit. are totes living the bit where I would both have to go because you made me go and sing the SMM World chorus. Yes. There's a chorus line. There's a song There's a that choir. they're making up. We've joined the choir. It's a choir, and we have to rehearse prior to going to the event, and then there's a rehearsal the night before the actual performance and the choir opens the third day. How cool and Jane is and I that? are in the choir. I've never done anything like that, but <laughs> knew it was going to be totally up your alley. So let's I've just put my hand up. Remember that I am a dancer slash singer. <laughs> Performer. There's a big slash there before the singer. So. Well, I'm neither. So I think if there's going to be a laughing stock, it won't be you, honey. <laughs> I cannot wait. Let's get stuck into Emma Isaacs winging it. Mm. I've gone through and highlighted all of the bits and pieces in this that I absolutely love. Yes. And I thought I would throw a couple at you and get your thoughts and feelings feelings and tell you why I love them so much. Go for it. The first thing I wanted to bring up was a a quote from the book where she says, vibes don't lie. When a decision (sighs) is the right one to make, you get tingles up your arms, your tummy starts to feel a little funny and you can feel your heart rate notch up a few beats. Yeah. This keeps coming back to me in the last little while and it just completely resonates with me. When you're young, don't you feel like you don't listen to that? enough? I think when you're young, you do listen to it. You innately are much more in tune with that. I don't think you can articulate really? it. I think I think kids know. Yes, I think kids are much more in tune with that. Oh, yes. They so just don't I know how to articulate like it. me in my 20s. Oh, right. Sorry. Like I'd yeah. go to do something and then I'd be like, oh, this feels weird, but I'd just keep pushing because I, you know, I thought it was what I should be doing. Yes, or what I've I done that do all my life. Th- yeah. Yeah. But in, you know, in my 30s, I kind of feel like, I know that feeling now and I can back back straight out. Mm. I guess like you're backing out of your voluntary 
roll. And do you, you know, it's feeling? so funny that you've brought that up because I read that and, and this, like I read that kind of 10 books ago. I can't even, it was probably four months ago. So the details are a little bit foggy in my mind. But as you read that then, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't tell you how many in the last month, how many times my gut feeling has kicked in and I've gone, <gasps> And, yeah, I must say, volunteer project, I ignored every gut feeling I had in the fear that I was going to let people down. Oprah says it starts as a whisper Mm -hmm. and then it's a Mm -hmm. knock and then it's a knock up the side of the head. And And then then your head goes into overdrive. Your head goes in going, oh, no, but no, no, this, no, it's fine because of this or because of that. Mm, Actually, clutch, 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 clutch. But you know. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think it's great that you're realising that in your 30s because I'm only starting to respond to it in my 40s. Ah. So that's good. Nice. Mm. I remember saying um, when I met Heath, and so that was 12, 13 years ago now, um, I remember saying to him that that's how I'm trying to live my life now, Mm. trying to respond to those kind of feelings. And he was like... Okay, crazy. <laughs> like he was just like, that's way too woo-woo for me. Yeah. But he's kind of, I don't know whether um, in society that woo-woo stuff's become a bit more normalised. I or, think so. Yeah, or whether I he's just has. kind of lived with me for a long time. That he, yeah. He, <laughs> he gets it. Gets is it a male-female thing? You know, is it something that um, females are perhaps a little bit more um, accepting of because it is that kind mm. of more nurturing uh, you know, I don't know why they would be more accepting, but we tend to be in terms of of feelings and emotions, and maybe yeah. not. Maybe maybe it's not a male female thing. But I I feel like most men that I have that conversation with will dismiss it. Mm-hmm. Most females will kind of at least try and entertain the idea. Ooh, nice. Coming up to my second um, little asterisk and post-it note that I've got, it says, um, and this is kind of um, coming from a business perspective, but also a personal relationship perspective, you'll get remembered if you remember the details. People will forget what you said and did, but they won't forget how you made them feel. Mm. These words have become well-known over time and for good reason. And while it's important to be prepared and know your content, it matters more how you deliver your message and how you conduct yourself. Mm. Yeah. Maya Angelo, isn't it that? Um, yes, that saying. Nice. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a strong one for marketing. Absolutely. Yeah. So in our business this year, we are trying to have touch points for each of the different age groups. Yep. So for our kindy combo kids, many of them have just started school. So when they came in for the first lesson of the year, for those kids that we knew that were starting kindy for the first time that week, we had little PMPA lunchboxes that we'd done for them with a little note saying, we're so proud of you for going to big school and put your banana in this. and touch. Yeah, we thought it was cute. But again, it's about feeling, not about... Yes, I feel valued, I feel special, I feel thought about. That's beautiful. Yeah. Love it. And for our big kids, um, we haven't given them to them yet, so hopefully, not hopefully not, they're listening to the podcast, but hopefully (laughs) they don't spoil the surprise by hearing this, is um, we've got them slides each. So um, Like shoes, slides, yep, okay. Yeah, nice, so they're totes on trend, totes on trend. You're so in touch. That's what I thought. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, a pair of those which we feel... Which we feel will make them feel yeah. like yes, we're in touch. We understand. Yeah, they will appreciate that so much more than they would the lunchbox. Yes, or yeah. they would a dance bag or a you know yeah. a new singlet or something like that. So 
we're trying to kind of infuse that in our business this year and that's kind of a bit off the inspiration of Emma Isaacs from Winging It, which is what we're talking about today. Can I just say that in terms of understanding your segmentation of your target audience, you have just done that beautifully. So rather than just think, well, all of the dancers that come to our school will treat them as one because they're dancers, they must all want a ballet bag or a dance-related thing, Mm -hmm. you've actually gone one step beyond that and gone someone who's five years old and starting school is at a very different point in their life than someone who is, you know, 16 or 17 and at the trend the end of the season in terms of school and peer groups and that sort of stuff and you have designed a product for them that's such an amazing target segment execution there tick 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 (laughs) (laughs) i love that i um are there things that you're when you think about that in terms of your business Mm. there's stuff that you do for your clients or perhaps you've talked to me before about things that your clients do for you yeah so one one example for that is um i wear very bright clothes it's my style i'm that's i'm i just love bright clothes i love your personality i love artistic like i love yeah i love (laughs) um wearing artistic you know clothing i like being um, quite unique in the way that I dress and that sort of thing. And I get comments about that all the time. The other day I was wearing a Gorman skirt, shout out, um, and I was and I had had comments coming to me all day by people that I ran into at the coffee shop. I went and saw a client. Every one of them kind of commented about how nice it oh, is. Oh, you're looking bright today. to have someone coming into the <laughs> office and with a big smile, and it's so nice. And and a, and my client actually said to me, "It's just so lovely just having sat at my desk all morning, and then you come into the office, you greet me with your big smile and your bright skirt. It just brightens up my day." And I was like, "Oh, that's really nice." That's He's a awesome. very very generous, you know, client in terms of his um, complimenting anyway. And then I left that meeting and went out into the car park and someone actually pulled up and said, excuse me, love, um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for wearing that skirt. That skirt <laughs> has made my day. What? I think How good is that? I think people need to wear more of these clothes. Like why does everyone wear black? You know, we should celebrate where we live. This is just so wonderful to see such a happy skirt. Thank you. Your happy I was skirt. Like, that oh has to be the gosh. name of it now. Every my, time you wear it, my happy, happy skirt. skirt. My clothes make people feel happy. Mm. Like I was like, that is amazing. How can I get a tax incentive off the back of that? Oh, <laughs> I think you just did. <laughs> I think so. You listening, federal government? Yes, I also need a happy skirt. I feel happy so skirt. Maybe it's be tax I need to go and get I'm one. I'm making people happy. That's health. I'm contributing to health as well as brand. <laughs> Totally deductible. I love it. I love it. Um, Switching to leadership. Yes. Because we talked a lot, especially last year, about leadership and leading people and leading your tribe and and building that culture of of being the leader for more than just the people, but for the entire feeling and values behind your business. Yeah. This is from, again, from uh, Winging It by Emma Isaacs. Leadership is about leaving your ego at the door. It's about walking next to your people and saying, we're in this together and we're going to be fine. It's about being vulnerable enough to admit you don't have the answers, but brave enough to say the things that others are too scared to say. And none of that is easy to do. Boy, if I had that sentence when I started my business. Mm. Holy moly. I don't know whether Mm. it was being young or being naive or... Lack of education, but when I started, I thought I had to have all the answers. Yeah, all I the think answers. We all did. Oh, 
I just, I can't even imagine the sleepless nights that I would have saved had I known that I could come to the idea, come to people with, actually, I'm not sure. Yeah. Let me just go look that up. Or actually, yes, I did make that mistake and I need to. Yes. And I, I, can and fix I think it by it's, doing this and this and this. I think it's A, it being having that confidence to say, do you know what? I, I don't know. You've got me. But. But more, I think it's actually that um, willingness to fail openly yes. and, and admit that failure because that's really, really hard to do for yourself, let alone to demonstrate. And um, I'll shout out to Lorraine Murphy, who I got her um, – sorry, Lorraine Murphy? Mark. Yeah. Lorraine Murphy. Right. Yeah, I was thinking you were looking at me. I was thinking I got it wrong. Um, no, she sent, I'm keen she, to know what you got. She sends those love letters. Yes, love. And um, I got her le- latest one in oh, the, the inbox. Yes. yes. And she spoke about how she cancelled a retreat lately just due to numbers, not having the numbers to, to go. And she was very open and transparent with that and said, look, it's I think it's really important to show you that not everything works out. You know, yes, I must might, might have had a business that worked out tremendously and a sale of a business and this and that might work out for me, but this didn't, you yeah. know. I failed at that. And that's so brave. Yeah. And I, the first thing I thought was, ah, oh, Jane and I should have gone to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a retreat in Bali sounds very nice. But, yeah, that um, she's a really good example of, of that being vulnerable because she is so prolific on social media and kind of shares absolutely everything that's going on. You get to see, you get to ride the roller coaster with her. Of yes. Things that are working and then things that are not that working. That are not. Yeah. And that's really awesome. And, gosh, it just gives you so much permission to feel okay about, trying and failing doesn't yeah. it it really like and look i i found i know some people didn't but i i found lisa messenger's book risk and resilience did that same yes yeah 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 perfect example having gone through something very similar to what she did i found her account of that very genuine yeah i i empathized with so much that she spoke about and the fact that she shared that with me made me feel so much better about yeah. my pivot and where i go in the future yeah I just don't. I just don't know if without these um, these women that we look up to sharing this, whether I would have ever come around to that. But I'm yeah. lucky to have that role modelling. Yes, that, that it's it is so public and is so. And I bet they, you know, they go to night, to bed some nights and go, oh, that twang in their stomach. But yeah, and it must. Well, we all kind of benefit from it, so that's awesome. It must. I think it would hurt. To yeah. write it, yeah, you know, it might. It, I think it would be quite cathartic in some ways because you're releasing it and you're admitting it and and you're getting it off your own chest rather that rather than that sitting inside of you festering because you can't admit it to people or you, you're blatantly lying about how things are going. You know, everything's fine. Yes, everything. I'm everything's so successful. Great. Everything's great. I'm, you know, that stuff. I think is is dangerous. But so I think it must be quite cathartic. But. I have so much gratitude for people who can share that and help the rest of us feel a little bit more normal when it happens to us. Yeah. And speaking of us and lifting each other up, the last um, point that I wanted to bring up from the book is a whole section on women. And she has a whole chapter about women supporting women. And I just love this. Um, It goes like this. Women don't need to walk over each other to get ahead and we have to move on from the idea that we undermine each other. Those days have now passed and it's time for a different conversation. Instead of competing with each other, we must fiercely compete with ourselves and get obsessed with how to keep getting better. Mm. She says, I get excited at thinking about the possibilities we can create together for women. 
I've spent the entire last decade of my life serving women and although it's largely invisible work, a mentoring session here, providing some angel investment funding there, Mm. connecting people who'd benefit from an introduction, it's really important and we can all contribute to that. We need women building and controlling their own profitable businesses. We need women around boardroom tables across Mm -hmm. the globe. Mm -hmm. We need women speaking up and taking more risks. Mm -hmm. I believe that investing in women, no matter how much or how little, is the solution to so many problems that we have across the world. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I love that you and I have each other to bounce off and to support because things happen day to day where we have moments where we're unsure of how we're going but you're always on the end of the phone for me to be able to go is this right or Mm. have I made the right choice here or can you reassure me on on this or on that and we can do that without seeing each other as competition where there's other there's other people in the business community that I know I can't go to for that because I feel like and it might be yeah it might Mm. be in my head that they would um you know quite enjoy the fact that I was having a moment do you know, is it in your head or is it your gut feel? Because Ooh, back I, to the original yeah, point. I have that feeling with some people and then I don't have it with other people. And mm. I, I've always thought, is it is it just me and my my projected feelings yep. because I'm perhaps feeling competitive with them? Or is it I get the gut feeling that I, I get the following. correct gut feeling off this person mm. and I need to watch that. Yeah. 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 But thank you for lifting me up. Thank you. The person that serves me because I was thinking of you when I was reading that that chapter. Oh, thank you. And ditto. The whole book is fantastic. It's Winging It by Emma Isaacs. That's just a little sample of the pages that I've highlighted and put stars on. And actually, we could do 15 episodes on all of the things that I've highlighted in this book because it just has nuggets of gold throughout it. It's the kind of book that you will read and read again. Yes. And pick up in another year's time and read again and get different stuff out of. Yes. Because we didn't want to do one episode that went for 65 minutes. (laughs) Jane is going to give us her thoughts next week. Yes, I am. And I'm going to give you a different school of thought. So, yes, there were there were nuggets of gold that I got from it as well, which are different to the ones that you did. Um, I actually thought that was probably the best, one of the best business books that I have read. Yes. Um, it got different I nuggets read it in from a day. it. I never. Yeah, I, I think I'm I knocked it over I'm really quickly too. It's easy reading though. Like it it's not. It's some business books are really heavy going. That's like having a convers, sitting down and having a conversation with yes, Emma. That's what it felt like. But those nuggets come out. But the whole premise of the book was about winging it, as opposed to don't stop, don't overthink things. When you're when you're about to embark on a, an adventure, you know just. Do it. Just start. Don't worry about having all of your ducks in a row and overthinking it and getting permission from every you know everybody that's in your life and just do just it. Do just it. start. I have a friend in business who has just started, who vehemently opposes that way of thinking. And since listening to this friend's views on the matter, oh, I've kind of pricked up probably some interest to other people who've expressed similar thoughts now I'm not to say which one's right or wrong I'm a winger I'm a winger (laughs) you know I'm in camp wing so for me I'm I wing it but I thought wow you've got some really valid points there so I'm going to deep dive into into you know is is it about winging it or do we need to plan nice if you heard anything today that resonated with you we'd love to hear from you you can get in touch in touch with us on facebook facebook.com slash miss bossy boots podcast we are also on instagram make sure you follow our story 
<laughs> Which we, isn't we, really we updated just, that I know regularly. That we both just but at each other like, <laughs> oh, maybe not. I'm never really on it. No, yeah. we sometimes we're really good. We're trying to be better. <laughs> so make sure you follow it for when we are good. For when we are great. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You can hit us up for a rating or review also on Apple Podcasts. We would love to hear from you, and especially we'd love to hear from you if you're listening to us on Spotify. Over the summer, Spotify became my new best friend. Mm. There is a playlist on there called Good Mood. And boy, it puts ah, me in a good mood. I haven't found that one. I'm still, I still remain in all-out 90s. Oh. <laughs> well, until the next episode, we're both going to look at each other's Spotify playlists and yeah. make sure you listen to Miss Bossy Boots and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>